Good night, dear listeners. This is special edition and tonight in the studio Irina and Julia. Good night, everyone. It's so unusual to be here, not during the day, but yes, during this special night and morning time. And tonight we would like to talk about topics which are essential, I think, for everyone. For everyone plus 18, <laughs> yes. maybe a little bit less, if you're bad boys and bad girls. Yes. So today, finally, we have freedom to talk about all the questions, suggestions and mythos connected to our sexual part of life, sex, sexuality and orgasm. What is this? Let's try to discover and to find out. I hope you are not sleeping and you're with us because it's really a good chance for you to know a lot of useful things which you can use in your sexual life. Yeah, and also practice even if you have time right now. Who knows? But after our program. Well, I think first point I would like to say that sexuality is so interesting. It's an amazing sphere of our life, but often we are not ready to talk about that. I mean, I don't know about modern people, maybe they are more free now, but during our childhood and teenage age, it was kind of prohibited topic and we felt very anxious at the same time and shy to speak about it like out loud with our friends or our partners. And that's, I think, the biggest one reason why sometimes we are not happy in our sexual life. But still we can't deny that we can't live without sex. Yes, actually it's true. And I agree with you, Julia, because really our sexual life depends on how much we talk with each other. And that's why women start to simulate orgasm mm. and men think they do everything very well, but actually no. And we will talk about it too, because there are a lot of myths and legends about sex and we are going to destroy them today, tonight in our program. Yeah, and also I think we will be able to share some scientific knowledges because still if sexual part of life for somebody is kind of dark box, closed box, we will try to open some secrets not only about myth and reality connected with sexual life, but of course connected with science, because we have our emotional part of life and part of soul, we have physical feelings, and also we have brains and nervous system. And all these systems are working even when we have sex. So it's not just an animal instinct, I dare say. And we will see how all these parts are really very, very important in our sexual life and especially in getting this biggest and the most colorful feeling condition called orgasm. But first of all, I would like to start this, I think, one of the most burning issues. Hmm. Penis size. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Body image issues in men concern mainly penis size. Body image refers to the thoughts one has about their body as well as one's notion as to how others perceive it. Many men affected by common myth of pornographic films have a non-realistic perception of what the normal penis size is. Besides, the myth that size plays a catalytic role in pleasuring a woman reinforces the importance attributed to penis size. Body image affects sexual function mainly through the thoughts that dominate during contact. That is, then concerns regarding the body are so intense that they distract an attention from sexual stimuli and then it's very possible that satisfaction 
infection will decrease and dysfunction may appear. But in a recent study, 21% of women asked replied that penis length is important and only 1% that it is very important. <laughs> length was less important than girth actually and 32% replied that girth is important. So penis length is determined by numerous factors. Penis length when erect ranges from 11 to 15 centimeters. Science has determined that penis size is pathological when it's under 7 centimeters. Nonetheless, studies agree that how we feel about our body affects our sexual satisfaction much more than objective physical characteristics. And I think I agree with that. What do you think, Julia? What do you think about penis sizes? I would like to say that first I found some information actually about penis size of men from different countries. And I will show, not show, but I will give you this information a bit later. And in my opinion, penis size matters like in your individual perception. It is connected with, of course, your body. I mean, man has his definite penis size and you have your own your own genitals yes i mean you size. you have your own genitals and it is like it was in sex and the city do you remember uh, samantha's experience with the man who had micro penis <laughs> and with the man who had a biggest one yeah so i mean it really depends on your individual body structure and sometimes yes some guys who have bigger penis think that they are gods of sex but they don't maybe understand or don't think about the girl because if you don't know how to use it you can hurt the girl you can make her feel uncomfortable but guys in this case think that we are gods of sex we are gods of penis and it doesn't matter if you like it or don't like it so the bigger is the better uh, sorry of penis. <laughs> <laughs> yes and also we have some other mythos connected with this one, the most well-known, I think, that the size of penis depends on your shoe size or how big your nose is. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and I found some scientific facts that British Journal of Urologic uh, made a research in which 15,000 of men took part. And during this research, the scientists analyzed the size of penises of all the participants and in general they couldn't find any kind of tent or any kind of like very big difference between different participants so the results were against all these stereotypes and what they found also that the middle size of penis when it's calm not in erected condition is 9.20 centimeters and they destroyed the myth that people from Africa has the bigger penises than other people. So they found out that men from Nigeria, like the average size of their penis was 8 centimeters actually in not erected condition of course. From India they had 8.21, from South Korea 7.7 centimeters, from Germany 8.6 centimeters and the bigger ones had men from Georgia by the way 9.3 centimeters. So as we see there is no connection between nationality and between the size of shoes or the height or some other cases. But still there is connection between the size of nose <laughs> and the size of penis. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> I don't have any kind of research in this sphere, but we can guess. So, But do you know what there is stereotype? What Hungarian men have the biggest penises? No, I think Hungarian men decided to to show this myth to everyone. From he created this myth. <laughs> yeah, but it's interesting. But what I would like to say, maybe we can share our spicy experience. I mean, have you ever had a boy who had really big penis? And what did you feel if you had some kind of relationship? I felt the same like you described. 
because that guy had a big self-confident ego, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but he didn't know how to use it. It was awful and it was really a big disappointment because it was several years ago. I was in love with one guy and it wasn't love, but mm, you you felt that you are in love. But I liked him much and it was a long story, our communication. And then that time has come. It was, I think, the worst experience in my life and in the next day I understood that we will never meet again. Yeah, I can understand because once I had experience, it was a very good guy. I can't say that he was very selfish or self-confident, but yes, his penis was quite big and he was like big in its girth and For me, it was really quite uncomfortable and even hurting. And he was quite intensive and he tried to make everything faster and stronger. And it was really hurting. And I've tried to say to him that, no, 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 it's not good for me. But maybe he loved, I don't know, BDSM practice. But that night we had wasn't in like this atmosphere <laughs> so we had just usual night usual sex and it was hurting so guys with big penises please be attentive to your girls really because as we said the most important thing if you know what to do with that but not just to put it inside and do what you want feel your partner and try to react on what she says or what she does in reply of your actions it's really very important and then i think both of us won't be disappointed yes i agree but let's go to the next myth about duration of sexual act mm -hmm. so do you agree that duration of sexual act has to be 30 minutes i think today i will be you know kind of a person who will say not i don't know but I really I'm sure that it's very very individual. Sometimes it can be 15 minutes, 30 minutes, one hour. It depends on situation, on conditions, on what conception you decided to have this night and I also have some scientific facts about this process and if we're talking about just uh, sex it can last I think for as long as you wish. If we're talking about orgasm it has some kind of physical and scientific explanation and here we can't go like against the science. So as for me I prefer when it lasts not too long because after a long 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 sexual night I feel really tired. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes. but I mean it should be I don't know it should be in harmony with your own perception of it and with the perception of your partner but in general people say that 20 minutes is enough so I don't know but many men worry about the duration of sexual contact they often have non-realistic expectations that create continuous stress during sexual contact now of course you know I'm sorry but of course I think no Not each girl will be happy if sex will last just for five minutes and that's all. <laughs> I, I'm really sure that it's not the sex of our dreams, but we know that the reality is a bit different, but still. But okay, so why men are so worrying about that? You've started to say and I've interrupted you. I can say that the best sex is when you don't think about time. Exactly. Exactly. Numerous studies have recorded the time required for ejaculation in men with or without problems. Three of these were published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine, the first one in 2005, was carried out in four European countries and showed what the average time until ejaculation in men was 5.4 minutes. Mm -hmm. So, we know that this part of sex is really short and yes. actually some men, some men have problems with that. They can't uh, finish ah, a long mm -hmm. of time and that's why we're becoming tired. So, as for me, I prefer to do it like several times per night. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> But not too long. So, it's okay like 15, 15, 15. So, example. 15, but not 5. What? I would like to oh, say, of yeah. course, <laughs> because if we don't have 
preludes. Guys, if you miss this part, you will never be successful. Never forget about preludes part. Because, first of all, you have to prepare your woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. like when you put your food to the microwave oven. Just warm it and you will get much more when if you will act like a rabbit. But I'm sure that it is working for every woman because some of my, not friends, but acquaintance, girls, I mean, they said that, oh, it's not important for me if I want, I just can like take him and do everything without any kind of foreplay. What do you think about them? Are they saying truth or are they lying? I really don't know. For me, it matters, I dare say, because for me, it's very important, as you say, to be warmed, to be prepared. For me too. Yes, yes. But what about these girls? Are they lying? I really don't know. Maybe, do you know with uh, which type of man she has sex, actually? Oh, I mean, it's just a uh, man without any feelings or with feelings, because I think it matters. If you have uh, feelings to the man, you want to do it in special way. Mm, yeah, I agree. But if it's just nice guy, but you are not in love with him mm-hmm. and you don't have any warm feelings. Maybe you're right. Maybe just mechanical sex is <laughs> Maybe, yes. So, okay, still, these girls exist and I don't know the truth. Okay, let's go to the next myth. And it says that men are always ready for sex. Mm. <laughs> I also read some information about <laughs> that. Many men believe that in the presence of an attractive woman, they must always be able to have an erection. This is not true. A man may feel tired, may feel the need to develop some intimacy and an emotional relationship with the woman first, may not wish to be unfaithful, may feel guilty, or he may not like the circumstances and so on. So, like we know, for men, circumstances are important too and there are some factors which can destroy the atmosphere and erection will not appear. Furthermore, it often occurs that erections are caused and then lost during penetration or contact prior to climaxing. Many things could be happening. His desire was not so strong enough. He was too stressed about impressing the woman to perform or there might well have been incidental reasons. In fact, A recent study showed that those who believed that they must always be ready for sex were more likely to present erectile problems when compared to men who didn't share this belief. So, as we can notice, it again depends on our mind, our head. Personality. It is not connected with if you are a man or a woman, really, because I know guys who were like very passive in this part of their life. I mean, they needed kind of motivation or maybe they needed kind of inspiration and I know women who are so obsessed of having sex so it really doesn't depend on gender or other factors it depends on how mature you are it depends uh, how much and how well you know your own sexuality it depends on lots of different options and just I think what you need to do to maybe not to think too much about that but to study your own sexuality and your own preferences and not to blame yourself because sometimes when we are not succeed in this sphere in sex it is like frustration it is the greatest failure of our lives but no try to take it not so sensitively because you always can talk with your partner we are afraid too much about everything but we should not thinking about oh is it right or is it not just try to get pleasure that's the the matter, I think. Yes, of course. But let's go to the next myth about masturbation. Oh. <laughs> the notion that masturbation is harmful for health was debunked years ago. However, many believe that masturbation is normal behavior only when there is no sexual partner or the possibility of sexual contact. But actually, it's not true because... There is research that says that 85% of men and 45% of women masturbate even if they are in relationship, Mm -hmm. and it's totally okay. Furthermore, the data of prospective study 
that examinate the frequency of masturbation over a period of eight years shows that it reminded steady with time despite increased sexual contact frequency. So actually, it doesn't matter. If you want to masturbate, just do it. What do you think about it? Yeah, I think if you need it, like any other habit, I mean, we are eating, we are we are brushing teeth, we are doing so many different things. So nothing should become kind of obsession. And also I have facts that earlier, I think in, in 19th century, masturbation was actually medical procedure. And in 19th century, doctors were sure that orgasm for women, not for men, I'm talking about women, it is not normal. And they helped women with masturbation. They helped them with their hands. But of course, it wasn't an easy job. And even... Can imagine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and even the first vibrators appeared in 19th century in these special medical purposes. So can you imagine that actually there is nothing to be ashamed? I mean, if you need like additional stimulation, why not? Yes, even if you are in relationship. Yeah, but don't make it an obsession. Then in that case, yes, it can be not good for your, not physical, but psychological health, I think. So, masturbation can be not a problem in relationship, but you know that the myth that sex is daily activity is not true for the majority of couples. It seems that most couples have sex one, two times a week. Recently, the results of a study were published, which recorded to that extent couples in a steady long-term relationship are satisfied by the frequency on their sexual contact. The results were impressive since only 46% of men and 58% of women replied that they were satisfied by the frequency on their sexual contact. Mm -hmm. The overwhelming majority of men were not pleased with the frequency of their sexual contact and would like to have sex more often. Mm -hmm. Of the women who were not satisfied, two-thirds wanted to have sex more often and only one-third wanted to have sex less frequently. The fact that a high percentage of couples is not satisfied with the frequency of their sexual contacts indicates there is a gap between people's expectations and what they finally manage to experience in their relationship. The fact that dissatisfaction was common in both genders shows that the problem doesn't occur from different levels of sexual desire, but from the fact that other pursuits and obligations take up the time the couple could spend together. It's kind of controversial myth because earlier we said that like who loves sex more doesn't depend on the gender, if it is man or woman, but now it seems like uh, this myth destroys our own vision that... So it means that actually it depends if men want to have sex more frequently and women not. No, I can't understand. I mean, kind of controversial information. Maybe the frequency of having sex, I think, depends on how long are you are in couple in your relationship. Because, of course, during the first time, weeks or even months, you feel that you are in love and you are ready for sex experiments and you have it when you want as much as it is possible. And after that, you are getting into kind of daily routine and women have the headache more often than usual. Men have a lot of work to do during their working day and they're so tired. And I think each couple maybe can create their own timetable yes, schedule. Yes, actually this is what I said. <laughs> and okay. So it uh, doesn't depend on gender. It depends on the fact that other pursuits and obligations take up the time that couple could spend together. Mm -hmm. So it just means that when there are a long-term couple, it's okay not to have sex every day. But still there is a myth that they have to have sex every day. Mm -hmm. And oh, that's yeah. why they can have maybe some psychological problems. I thought about it. Oh, I didn't have sex sex one week, she doesn't love me anymore and something like that. No, again, the best option to know the truth just to talk to your partner and then no, don't try to guess, please, because it never ends to any 
good final of your relationship. So just try to speak. Well, interesting. Okay. <laughs> interesting myth. Then we will decide if we have sex every day or once a week. <laughs> But once a week, I think, is not enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And by the way, I've heard one more funny myth <laughs> that two condoms preserve you from the pregnancy like more <laughs> do you believe in that don't have you ever try like okay you know honey i'm afraid of being pregnant so please take on uh, two condoms instead of one <laughs> i can't imagine it no, but some people really exist and i have read the commentaries and feedbacks on this forum and sometimes people say such shitty things <laughs> so but maybe it's their own experience i don't know but do you know that condom protects like 90 some Thing yes, percent. So of maybe course. they just not sure in those uh, some percents which can't protect them. <laughs> so and when they they make it twice, uh, say, yes, take on two condoms. It's like one hundred eighty this something percent of protection. No, actually not. It's quite the contrary. Because in such a situation, if you, I really can't imagine. But okay, if your partner used two condoms, the risk of violating the integrity of condoms is increased, by the way, because since they are rubbing too intensely against each other, and that's why they can have some damages inside, and then, no. If you use two condoms, remember that the possibility of being pregnant actually twice more dangerous than you think, and mechanical exposure can cause this micro cracks and through these micro cracks this beautiful liquid sperm will enter your vagina and then no girls <laughs> please don't do that don't make your partners be crazy with you yes actually it's funny but i think there are a lot of funny facts about sex but i hope our listeners are not so silly that's why we're talking about serious issues tonight in our program and Now, I would like to suggest to talk about one of the most serious issues. There is a myth that men must always bring women to orgasm. Mm -hmm. That's the most interesting one. Yes. Okay. And there is position. And I would like to know your opinion about it. A man may contribute to the pleasure of a woman through his sexual practices and relationship with that woman, but he doesn't have absolute control of the situation. <laughs> An important role in a woman's pleasure is played by the woman herself. How relaxed and rested she feels, how well she knows what she likes and how comfortable she feels in showing her partner, if she has sexual thoughts and so on. Every person, regardless of their gender, affects their own personal pleasure as well as that of their partner. Being obsessed with achieving an orgasm and focusing on it may reduce pleasure for both partners and even destroy their sexual relationship. So, well, I can share a lot of different thoughts. And first, I would like to say that I have watched one interesting program made by Discovery Channel. It is called Curiosity, Why Sex is Fun. And this program showed a lot of different aspects of orgasm, the nature of this thing, and different details connected with especially women's orgasm. Because I will tell you later why women actually were not born to get orgasm. But before watching this film and before my personal experience, I was sure that if I don't get orgasm, it is something wrong with me. Because, you know, the man is so attentive and he's trying to do his best. And then you're lying and like you're feeling nothing. And it really sometimes can be sad and stressful. And I had two different situations and it's really fun. First one is like classical romantic picture when you and your partner are desiring to have the best night in their life. Both of you are prepared. You are beautiful. You wear your best clothes. You smell with your best perfume. You have really, really this special romantic atmosphere at home, at restaurant, I don't 
don't know, where you prepared it. And after all these long foreplays and preludes, we couldn't make this night the best one. And what was the best that we talked after that and we didn't have any problems. I mean, like, okay, it was your fault, it was your fault. No, just everything happened like we didn't expect. And one more interesting picture when I had kind of sex when you are a bit drunk, when you are coming back home with your colleague or with somebody who you are close to. And you just have fun and you didn't expect, you didn't want to have sex together, but it was your best sex ever. So these different situations show that sometimes we are planning, we are trying to catch this special mood for sex, the best night, and then it doesn't work. Yes. And when true. you are relaxed, when you don't think about all these details, but you just love somebody who are next to you, you have fun together, you are laughing, you are easy and light, you have the best night ever. Okay, and it was experience. But I have some facts also based on this movie made by Discovery Channel about women's orgasm. And it is a really interesting thing because we know that men need orgasm for reproduction. That's the um, like the direct connection. But why do women need it? Still, it is a question. And one American woman took part in an experiment in Rutgers University in the USA. The first part of experiment was like that. She was placed in a special laboratory and special equipment for reading her brains, her reactions, was connected to her. Within 10 minutes, she stimulated herself and after 10 minutes, she reached orgasm. And this special equipment showed how her brains were working during this process. So first minutes, only one area of the cerebral cortex was reacting. Then after maybe a couple of minutes, hippocampus was reacting and the brains got like hotter in a few seconds. And after that, the special center of excitement in our brains also started to react. What I would like to say that during this stimulation and during this process, so during these actions, one by one, all the areas of our brains, of our cortex, were reacting. And that shows that women's sexuality and women's orgasm is strongly connected with brains. So that was the first part of an experiment. And the second was when this woman had only one stimulation, her thoughts. So she didn't use her hands. She was just lying in this laboratory and she was thinking about sex, about orgasm. She had been thinking about it during 40 minutes. After 40 minutes, she got the orgasm without men, without stimulations, without her own hands. We need to practice it. <laughs> mm, I think, you know, it's really not an easy experiment, but it means that it is achievable. But she had really powerful thoughts, I think. <laughs> of course, all these doctors and professors were trying to help her, like, think about it and think about it, like, with your the most colorful feelings. It showed that when you think about something, all the parts of your brains are starting working. And as a result, you have some reaction. But But still, we know that uh, women can't get orgasm like always. And it's connected with our physical and biological development. For men, it is like obligatory. They have orgasm, they can produce babies. But for women, it is kind of rudiment. It is like just a copy of men's orgasm. It is like with nipples. We have nipples for feeding our babies. And of course, men also have nipples, but <laughs> just because we have the common building of our body. So the question is that the women's genitals have more complicated building. And what we know about literal orgasm or any other kind of orgasms, it means that we have a very, very complex building of our genitals and we have to study our selves. That's why it's very important not to read any kind of articles or books, but try to study your body. Because actually women's sexual anatomy in action is very different than in static condition. And also these professors from Rutgers University made another experiment. They were trying to explore 
sexual actions in laboratory and they found out that all the changings in our mind, in our brains and in our genitals are changing during sex and during different stimulations, stimulations of different parts of our body. And how to find the most essential places in our genitals? It is still question because for different women it works in different way. Mary Roach, a writer, was studying different research in the sphere of sex and she found out that Marie Bonaparte, some relative of Napoleon Bonaparte, wasn't satisfied that she couldn't get orgasm with her husband. But they were loving each other and she couldn't understand what was happening. And she decided to study herself. She was studying her own genitals. She made even special measures. And she found out that... Which special measure? She measured the distance between clitoris and vagina. And she found out that if this space, if this distance is less, then there's more percentage that you will get orgasm. And modern scientists made this kind of research with 800 women. And yes, they said that if this distance between your clitoris and vagina is less than one part of your big finger, you will get orgasm than the women who have this distance more than the part of your big finger on your hand. Yes, between clitoris and vagina. So that's uh, the scientific fact now. We will check <laughs> how we know. This yes. is musical pulse now. The secret. Yeah. So as we see, all these researches just show us how difficult our body organization and especially genitals are. And we see that this sphere is still not revealed till the end. And we have to study ourselves with our partners and never be ashamed of asking something, of asking any help or asking to act more gentle or in opposite way. It really depends. It's so individual. And also the interesting fact that this, you know, famous point G, also it is not the point. And we always are talking about this clitoral stimulation, but the scientists found out that clitor is not only this small part. It's a whole complex of different muscles and special canals inside our body. So that's why when we are talking about sex, about stimulations, we have just to remember that we are very, very complex system and our body knows what it needs in these conditions, for example, or in this situation. Just try to listen to your body. And then you will get the best experience in your life. Yes, but do you know that 50% of women have never experienced orgasm? Yes, I know. So, it's time to be honest, (laughs) Yulia. Have you ever simulated orgasm? Oh my God, (laughs) now I'm sweating. Yes, I can say once I simulated. Just once? Uh, (laughs) It didn't count. I mean, I remember some very colorful experiences in my life when I had the best sex. And after that, we couldn't reach the same result. And I felt a bit embarrassed. And I was thinking, oh my God, what shall I do in this situation? Yes, I was simulating, but not like, you know, in these porn films when you are lying on the bed like the star and yes screaming it was obvious that we didn't reach the same result but still it was mm, kind of that yeah (laughs) but it was when i wasn't so i mean developed in this question it was when i was younger and i didn't know how to speak to my partner and i felt shy and i wasn't sure that i'm doing something in the right way now i know that i shouldn't care so much i mean i shouldn't think about it oh my god i didn't get orgasm and it's the problem of mine or it's the problem of my partner no just its experience and we should try something new something else maybe some some games <laughs> with my partner who knows but have you ever experienced orgasm yes so you are not but in those 50% yes women. i can't say that it was like each time but i remember once and also i remember that it wasn't situation when we had romantic dinner or kind of that it was like unexpected night spontaneous decision and I can't say that my partner was gentle (laughs) so 
It depends. Be gentle, guys. We are not going to simulate <laughs> all our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you know, I think there is one problem because men behave strange sometimes oh, yeah. in the bedroom <laughs> and to do some things is not so Pleasant. good, actually. Mm -hmm. And... I have to admit that it's really complicated to find a um, partner with whom you can discuss it. I mean, when he does something bad, because you oh, yeah. try to be polite, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, but he still offends. Yeah. I think that sometimes problem comes from pornographic movies. Oh, yeah, it can, of course. Because porn movies show us not real life. Dear men, please attention. <laughs> you have to remember that porno movies, just movies. Yeah, still movies, beautiful picture. And it can help you, of course. Sometimes if you want to masturbate, if you want to learn something, if you want to know how it looks, actually, if you didn't have experience in real life before. But please, If you want to do something exotic, first of all, you must discuss it with your partner. Because when you try to... To copy uh, something from <laughs> to the copy porn, film. porn stars and to copy some actions from porno movie, it looks weird. But can you give some examples? Because, I mean, our listeners don't know exactly what you mean. What can you share what you didn't like when men were trying to copy from porno movies? Okay, I will answer. It's really weird when men start to slap your ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, weird. yeah, baby. What? No, please don't do it. It's well, really it weird. It looks like comedy. I want just yes, to love you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Maybe some girls love like it. it. Yeah. Who knows? But first of all, discuss it. Because good sex doesn't have to be funny. Oh, yeah. Or when you start to do some strange things with your fingers and you think that it Will can work. can bring um, woman to the heaven it's strange too if you don't know what to do how to do please just don't do it what about you julia <laughs> can you hmm. recommend something to our listeners how to avoid mistakes and how mm -hmm. to not to be a victim of porn industry and not to spoil your sex? Well, porn, uh, I think, is just a picture. And yes, you can watch it if you want. But for me, it's really fun when girls' faces are looking like they're on the heaven. In real life, I think you feel you're sweating. I mean, you feel this passion. You feel this physical intention in your body. And it is not like you are a golden unicorn and you are on cloud number nine so this is just the beautiful picture and also what i don't like when they show us it like you know they are smiling so pretendly and they are so unnatural don't try to be like actors as always we say feel your body listen to your body be natural and never do something what you didn't discuss Never try to make experiments if you didn't discuss it before. Because, okay, if it's some occasional man or woman, you have night together, it's okay. But if you have long relationship, you should discuss not all the details, but general things. What is acceptable for you? What is not acceptable for you? How you would like to experiment? How you would like to diverse your nightlife? But don't do it before you discussed it because it really can destroy everything. And it is not about I want to offend you or you are not attentive for me. No, it's just because your partner could never expect that you would have done this or that. Sometimes experiments which you haven't discussed can finish very sad. And even I know some cases when man's penis was broken. By the way, have you ever heard that penis can be broken? Actually, I heard about it 
And I also know about some dangerous sex positions, which can be a reason of breaking penis. Yes, but it's actually true, Irina. I mean, about breaking of penises, it's uh, very rare, but it's uh, a fact that it can be broken. And I will never wish to have such an experience to anyone. But still remember, you really should be careful during your passion, during your sexual night. Please still try to control a bit your positions and your actions with your body, with your arms, legs, everything. And I think that's the easiest tips I can give. Again, listen to your body. If you don't like something, don't be shy to say it to your partner. I think if you are grown-ups, you are adult people, you will find the decision, you will find the solution of all your questions. But if the person, it doesn't matter, man or woman, is offended by your words, maybe it's the question to think about your further relationship. Because if you ask it in polite way and if you say that you don't like something because I don't know because for example it is hurting me I think it's normal it's okay it is hurting and you don't want to continue that but if the person is offended then you should think if it starts like that you need to change your partner yes. as I said at the beginning of the program our problem is that we never speak about that we just have sex somebody got orgasm somebody didn't get and we are just lying on the opposite sides of the bed and we're sleeping but actually we have to speak to each other that's the main secret of any healthy relationship especially in bedroom i totally agree with you julia but have you ever had experience when you offended your partner i think yes once when i rejected him i mean i didn't have sex with him <laughs> that was just one case yeah in other cases i don't know but you were already naked Uh, or it just was on the street? It like was, he asked no. about couple of about cup of tea and you said no. No, today. it was a strange situation. It was a friend of mine and actually we never had any hint of having relationships or sex. I had to go to the airport early in the morning and he could help me. But we were living in different sides of our city. So he decided to take me home. In the evening and in the morning we should wake up and go to the airport and I really I didn't have any idea that he had some plans on me this night but we had usual evening like we were talking together we were having dinner together and yes the main thing he had only one place to sleep but I was sure that he would find the decision I mean he would find some other place for me But he said, okay, we have only one bed, so you can sleep here and say, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, for me, it is not a problem. I mean, well, if it's okay for you. And he said that he was very tired and he wanted to sleep. And he went to the bedroom. I was in the kitchen. I was reading a book. So I went, I think, two hours later. So I was sure that he was sleeping already. And I lied on the bed on the other side. We had a lot of space between us. And after 30 minutes, I felt that I'm feeling asleep. And I was going to deep into the dream. But after 30 minutes, he started to touch me and to... <laughs> so you understand. And I really, I woke up immediately. I mean, it was like, <laughs> what's going on? Is it my dream or what? Maybe or, he didn't wake up. Maybe he did it uh, uh, in his dream. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He Well, he was sleeping. For me, it was a surprise. And I just turned to him and I said, you told me that you wanted to sleep he said yes and smiled and <laughs> at that moment i was totally confused i i mean i really i was tired i didn't expect and i didn't want maybe in some other situation we could have sex finally but at that moment it was so confusing and i said oh no please i really want to sleep what are you doing and he said but well okay and he continued to touch me and i really couldn't understand I said i want to sleep well finally we finished it like we were sleeping on the different sides of the bed and during the morning while we were coming to the airport we didn't speak i mean i felt that he was offended but i was asking him so was everything okay and he said yes okay <laughs> but it was really fun situation but do you know actually that we are really different 
with uh, men. I mean, so we take things in other ways. And oh, yeah. uh, actually, I have one funny story too. I had a vacation. I love and stories about vacations. <laughs> I was there alone and I met a guy and we communicated with him just like friends as I can say these words because as mm -hmm. you know for me word friends are very important and deep <laughs> but okay let's see we were like friends and we met several times and in the last night his last night in that place he suggested me to go out to drink something and I said okay And we went out, drank cocktails, and then he had to go to meet with his friends. So we had some break. And after he texted me like, uh, let's meet again, I'm already free. I said, okay. I went downstairs, met him, and he asked me about church his phone because his phone in his version was died. I said, yes, of course. It was like several minutes. Oh my God, naive Russian girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to bathroom to wash my hands and then I went out. I saw him in on my bed, <laughs> just in underpants. He was ready. <laughs> he was ready for something, <laughs> but I had no idea for what. Uh -huh. And... Uh, I didn't start to scream, but I was very... You were surprised. I surprised, yes, if we can use this word. And mm -hmm. he was surprised too. So for him, it was clear. But if I invite him, it means that I want something. Uh -huh. But for me, it looked like, okay, he just guy. needs... <laughs> To charge, charge his, his phone, phone yeah. <laughs> so then why not? And uh, when I told this story to other people, they asked me, Ira, are you serious? <laughs> are you really so navy? <laughs> But I said, just for me, it was clear. Yes, he so, was talking about Yes, phone. <laughs> maybe we just um, sometimes forget about our different genders and about difference of working our brains. And also mentality. I think he was a foreigner, yes? Actually... You don't think that it depends on... No, he's not from Russia, but he connected with Russia and he speaks mm. Russian language. Oh, okay, so well. But maybe when he said that he needed to charge his phone, he meant <laughs> another thing. Charge something charge, else. Yes, charging something. <laughs> But actually, I have idea for our Not Night program, maybe some point of view, you know, to talk about um, difference between men and women. Yes, how Because brains our brains work, <laughs> work really in different yeah. ways sometimes. Yeah, it's true. But I think tonight we already can say goodnight to our dear listeners. And Oh, unfortunately, I just now felt the real taste of this program, you know. <laughs> But okay, it was interesting to study sexuality during this night. And I hope, dear listeners, now you are not afraid of yourself, of your partners, of your body especially. Of your sizes. Yes, Just be attentive, be gentle in some ways, try to speak and never be afraid of anything. And remember, if you failed this time, it is not the failure of your life. If somebody didn't get orgasm, it doesn't mean that it's the worst thing in your life. No, it's just experience and try to use it in positive way. Try to find new positions, try to speak to your partner, maybe watch porn together and decide that you will never copy. And this or that together. <laughs> this position. Yeah. It's up to you, really. And read more scientific research than these stupid articles on the internet when somebody advises you something. Because all the advices are really so, so individual. That's the tips from me. Maybe somebody will disagree. I don't know. Thank you, Yula, for this honest conversation. Open. Thank you. Yeah. I'll thank you, our listeners. Have a good night. Have a good sex. And listen to our In Daylight Time too. And today in the studio were Irina and Julia. Goodbye and have good night, good morning and all your life. Good night. <laughs>